on the band from ringside podcast aew inks their first tv deal new japan battle of the super juniors our wwe money in the bank predictions that and a whole bunch more tonight on the band for ringside podcast Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band for Ringside podcast. I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Job Snow. All right, that's it. That's it with the Game of Thrones. There's no more Game of Thrones AKAs after that one. I had to I had to get them all out of my system. To my right, as always, we have Two Beer, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Two Beer? Oh, man, I'm, I'm ready for that shit to end. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to be watching it instead of Money in the Bank, but only just purely because i got to get it out of my life. And to his <laughs> right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to bow our heads as we open the latest edition of the Band for Ringside podcast, Volume 107, Chapter 3, <laughs> Verse 14. And a good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It is all, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I love you, babe. Um, I'm similar to Daenerys Targaryen on this. I'm ready to burn down this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you But she flipped heel this week. You flipped heel a long time ago. Fast. To his right sitting directly across from me, we have Murray the Murray Man. Murray, what's going on, Murray? I'm doing great. As you can see, possibly, I'm I'm going to be nice and caffeinated for this one yet again. Not a sp- oh, monster's not a sponsor, though. <laughs> no. That's Schlafly, Schlafly's a sponsor. <laughs> monster, not a sponsor. No, but... uh more exciting than being caffeinated as usual. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit different than you. Damn. A little bit different than usual. But we're live on social media right now. Tell them, Dad. Where are we at? We're only doing YouTube tonight, and we may only do YouTube for a while, for a little while. But I'm taking the, the link from YouTube, banned from ringside on YouTube. And I'm going to, I'm friends. sharing the link as we speak into Friends of BFR on Facebook, our, fa- our regular banned from ringside Facebook, Twitter, and, uh, and we have an Instagram as well. And, all of our T-shirts are on ProWrestlingTees.com. ProWrestlingTees.com. Father's Day is coming up. It's a perfect, perfect gift for Dad. I we doubt. know that. Turning the knobs tonight is Sam the Mauler Mall. We know he's getting a uh, band for ringside shirt for his dad for this coming up Father's Day. <laughs> Mr. Perfect's in the house. Uh, we are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in Summary, St. Louis, Missouri. It, it's fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's it's. Anytime I have to turn the AC on before June, I always feel like I'm letting the it weather win. Hot. It just it just jumped from like seventy to ninety. Okay, it's it's a culture shock thing. Just not culture shock, but just a shock thing. Let's just everybody just chill out. Now, now you see, Jason, it's it's not the heat. It's the gosh darn humidity. Oh, here you go. <laughs> and before we get too far into the wrestling tonight, we got a bunch of predictions. We got a bunch of stuff to talk talk about, but before we get too into it, we got to talk about that day one-ish sponsors, Soul Taco, the best Korean-Mexican fusion food that you've ever had. And if you've never had it, we couldn't recommend it enough. They have uh, uh, places in the U-City Loop in St. Louis, two food trucks driving around town, Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, and more places yet to come from what I understand. Uh, Guys, it really is the best. If you've tried it, everybody that's tried it is a believer from what I hear. I've never heard anybody that told me they had a subpar experience at Soul Taco. In fact, quite the opposite. 
above par, or not above par, below par. It's a birdie. It's an eagle. Go get yourself. <laughs> go get yourself some Soul Taco. They've been sponsored since day one. Also, JJ Twigs Pizza on Southampton. Uh, great deals during the Blues and Cardinals game. It's got that great St. Louis style pizza. Tons of stuff. You can find me there all the time. Um, no, the blues. On the blues for the blues, man. We need it. Yeah, the blues need it. Blues, blues had a rough one last night, guys. It wasn't was not very fair. But was that, was that a hand pass? That's oh, JJ. No, I'm pass. asking. No, I'm asking Murray what he was doing. Oh yeah, he was. Also, he was mimicking okay. the hand pass. If I was pass. the editor of the sports page today, it would have had really big across the top hand job. <laughs> And right? see, your ass would be right here. And you probably would have been fined $100,000. Right and without further ado, let's get to our three counts. Start us off, Jason. Well, if you're not WWE like my man TBZ to my left, this is the announcement you've kind of been waiting for. AW finally officially announces that they will be partnering up with Warner Brothers or Warner uh, Company, however you want to call it, TNT, uh, Bleacher Report Live, all in one accompanying swoop. They will start doing weekly shows starting later this fall. A date has not been set. My guess is with the three shows that they have coming up, one obviously double or nothing in May. Uh, one in June, one in July. My guess is probably August, no later than September on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. They have not said that at either, but nonetheless, it is official. AEW is now a possible threat to WWE's market share, their talent, the whole shebang. So here is the ultimate question. What does this really mean for the landscape of professional wrestling? For myself, it doesn't mean that much. It means that, okay, we have something going, but I still need to see more, especially from Double or Nothing. God forbid if Double or Nothing comes out and is a huge flop, then we have a problem. But I expect that it won't be. I expect them to bring a great show to the table and take that forward into a weekly show. Others, I'm sure, out there really can't stand AEW because it has not really proven anything, quote-unquote, and they are waiting for it to fail. For those that think like that, I just say this. You need to come out and try something different. God forbid WWE is the only market in town. Are there people out there that... Yes. That know what AEW. I I could see somebody that doesn't know what AEW is not being into the uh, the idea of a competition for WWE. I had but, a had a conversation with the guy that basically is WWE. Period. Point blank. He doesn't like fill in the blank wow. in the organization. Fair enough. Mm. All I can say Jesus. to that is this: If you try it and you didn't like it, fair enough. Move along. I'm not mad at you. But if you're going to be one of those guys that are just going to be defiant, to be defiant, then that is a totally different argument. And you're probably one of the ones I can't even try to discuss about this anyway. You're so far off the reservation that we can't even have a reasonable discussion about trying a different product. But nonetheless, I digress. AEW officially a television show, weekly television show, TBA for the time and date. I'm personally excited. I can't wait because I think this is going to be something that actually pushes WWE into a more of a, hopefully a creative territory where they are not just shipping it in like they did on Monday and Tuesday this week and force them to 
have good storylines and then more so carry these good storylines out. What do you say, Tubir? You know, you said competition for WWE. I'd say uh, competition for Viagra because I've been rock fucking hard since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just full gear, baby. But um, yeah, some interesting things to come out of this. <laughs> we really uh, some some other tidbits. Uh, this is a paid deal, so these guys are not only getting prime time on a channel that has the same exposure as WWE, not Fox, but USA at least, cable news or cable entertainment, uh, but uh, they're getting their production paid for and they're getting ad revenue. So they're getting paid for this. They're not paying for prime time. Um, they're not losing money. They're not going to lose their ass. Um, they're probably going to lose money initially anyway because whenever you start a business this large, you're going to lose some money. But yeah, like uh, Jason said, the, I don't understand the haters. Like, it's competition's good in this sense. Uh, and, you know, if you don't like it, it's not your bag. That's fine. But, like, just wanting something to fail for the sake of it to fail is obnoxious. Like, I can't stand WWE right now, but I still want it to be better. I want it to succeed. Like, I want good wrestling. That's why I get so mad about it. Um, other couple tidbits about it uh, that I found really interesting. Um, you know, Tony Khan does uh, stats for baseball, football. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw this. Go and they're going to be doing stats for pro wrestling for the first time, not just wins and losses, but we're going to get a more sports presentation. Yeah, I don't know if I'm that for this is right like going to be. You know, they mentioned something about like damage meters, which I think you could on one end could look a little arcadey, but I think you know if you if they approach it in a way where the announcers can deliver it in a more like simulation well, no, it's aspect t- to me. And this is just me being a, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like when I think that I think like boxing. So you have like the, the picture of the body or whatever. And then you'd have like different color, exactly. of, um, you know, damage, you know, green is light. Yellow is, you know, warning red is, you know, I've been beating this certain body part. So something similar to that. So like if you watched uh, battle of super juniors and you watch like the awesome show and dragon Lee match, Woo! both of their right arms would have been completely red, right? right? Because <laughs> both of them worked the right arm the whole time. So it it allows like for more visual storytelling. I think that's really exciting. There's also been some naysayers about the paper, review price look if you were going to pay $30 for this you were going to pay $50 for it uh, weren't we paying like $40 $50 for WWE pay-per-views exactly. in the no, 90s not that long ago and no then, I mean even like, in the 90s whenever it, for adjusted for inflation it was probably more like 75 bucks agree right. like that's yeah those before, were terrible before the network pay-per-views were I mean just in my last house that I lived at six years ago I can remember buying pay-per-views for 50 bucks and okay. I would only buy the big ones right yeah uh, Murray what are your thoughts uh I I mean, I'm into it. Like I said, and I don't even know a whole lot. I don't watch. Or I, I, I didn't watch a lot of Ring of Honor. I didn't watch a lot of 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 that. I'm from now way more familiar than I used to be. And again, kind of to both of their points, I don't care. Like I want all of this to succeed. I'm excited that wrestling is popcorning like it is right now. Part of it, I've, I've been pretty entertained online though about. <clears throat> excuse me, is the uh, so the logo that they introduced about being on tnt it's got the flames behind it and all that mm, yeah. and there's that one going around now that someone made that's literally the nitro sign that says uh aw tuesday night dynamite with the explosions in the background so they're just i don't you know hopefully they don't ham that up themselves too much that they're playing off that i don't i hope they don't and i don't think they need to i think that's kind of part of it you know and maybe they'll poke at it a little bit 
because they've kind of done that already. Right. Um, but yeah, I know I'm I'm excited all in all for it. Yeah, a rising tide floats all boats. And I, I think AEW's kind of playing down that they're not really competition for WWE, that they're just trying to do their own thing. But if you're uh, like Jason said, if you're part of the market share for wrestling and if there's people they're like even casual to non-casual fans that are that have a finite amount of time that they can devote to watching professional wrestling and if and if maybe they're not home Monday nights maybe they work Monday nights and if they're going to put this on Wednesdays which Wednesdays probably seems like the most likely candidate because of TNT's NBA schedules when the NBA starts back up and that's their biggest property yeah sports wise well, well, probably probably anything wise except for replaying Castaway and shit like that. They're on TNT <laughs> drama, so it's like it's like it, I, I think it's it's still one in the same. I think okay, it's just I, TNT. I just thought it was just like another branch of TNT. As far no, as I think I'm they'll concerned, be, they'll be no... presented as I think they'll probably be on an umbrella of TNT Sports. But yeah, it's just TNT. Okay, yeah. but uh, just getting back to what Zach was uh, referring to about the presentation of a sport. Here is exactly what they put in their press release: focused on producing fast-paced, high-impact competitions. AEW fan, AEW offers fans less scripted, soapy drama. I mean, that's yeah. If you're not if you're not competition WWE, I mean, yeah, that's a queer uh, shot. And more athleticism in real sports analytics, bringing a legitimacy to wrestling that is has not previously had wrestlers will also be given more freedom to explore their characters and highlight their athletic abilities introducing statistics to wrestling for the first time ever aew will raise the stakes for its matches and deepen fan engagement by tracking each competitor's wins and losses as the wrestlers pursue championships analyzing their moves assessing damage to their opponents and providing insights into their winning streaks so they had me right there at counting wins and losses i mean that's really i mean that's enough stats i mean if you want to put how many times a guy has hit his finisher or whatever like that i mean that might be fun too it's like oh he's hit his finisher well, no, so many okay, times. Well, this is this is for guys like right. you yeah. that you know how many times has he's hit this finisher and actually won the match with the said finisher right. that, i mean to, yeah i think that sounds fun like to say ooh, this guy's finisher you is, think yeah because <laughs> this is gonna be the shit it yeah. really is and now it's, i don't know about having damage meters but that's that's pure. I mean, it's, I hear people speculating about that. I don't know if that's what's going to look like. It's just different than WWE, and that's ultimately what you're looking for. WWE is its own machine. Fine. We don't want to be this. Let's do things differently. And and by this press release, if they do what they say by this press release, they're going to do things totally different. They're trying to make it feel more legitimate, like, a, a, a la New Japan. Go WWE ahead. is the Budweiser of the fucking wrestling world like yeah do i like budweiser every now and then sure i know it i know what i'm gonna get uh it might be you know decently bland but sometimes you know that's fine but i'm also willing to pay a little extra for a little extra flavor and quality like schlafly yeah like schlafly that's an advanced cicerone talking right there just <laughs> i didn't i didn't think it was gonna go budweiser but yeah, yes. yeah i was about to say he's about to get jumped keep talking i like budweiser <laughs> I you like it more Schlafly than I like WWE. That's the only thing to you. <laughs> yeah, I like it more than WWE. Uh, that'll do it for our, our, let's go to our two count. All right, Zach, why don't you go to that nice uh, hoppy, but not too hoppy IPA that you're into, that you're real into, or, you know, whatever fuck your favorite beer is. <laughs> I lost the analogy. Go to <laughs> Talk about New Jermaine. <laughs> so we've had uh, four nights so far, the Battle of the Super Juniors. Uh, yay, you know, yay. This is basically the G1 for the light heavyweights. It's a grueling round robin. Uh, these guys are going to do nine matches uh, before they're 
done before the finals even happened. Uh, so uh, basically laid out just like the G1. You know, it's a point system. You either get two points for a win, zero points for a loss, or one point each for a draw. Uh, just a couple of my favorite matches. Uh, my two favorite matches have been featured show. She's <laughs> half of the light heavyweight tag or the junior heavyweight IWGP um, tag champions. And uh, show and yo have both been great, but show's been a kind of a breakout star here. Uh, he's got his own music, uh, which is like kind of video game themed, super cool. And he had a standout match with Shingo Takagi, which. If you've been watching their interactions in the tag matches, you expected uh, because their interactions have been great, but they put on a total clinic. Uh, you know, Shingo made show look like a fucking superstar and Joe show, you know, rose up to the occasion. Uh, fantastic match. Uh, Shingo went over, which is no, not not a huge surprise because he has not been submitted or pinned since he's gotten into uh, New Japan as a member of LIJ last year. So that's uh, pretty interesting. That was a great match. So much so that the what's the guy's name doing color? Caprice. Uh, Caprice Coleman. He was like, I can't believe this isn't the main event. Like, he kept saying yeah. it during the match. It's like, dude, I don't think you're supposed to be saying that. Yeah, like, I was going to say, dial it down, homie. Caprice <laughs> has been kind of hit or miss for me. Like, I've hated some things, like, and been like, what the fuck is he talking about? But then, like, occasionally he really, like, enters in with, like, some good, like, kayfabe ring psychology. And I'm like, ah, that's cool. Like, he's offering something different than Kevin Kelly or um, Charlie, uh, what's his name, uh, can. But uh, but yeah, like it was it was interesting. I'd rather have Rocky Romero, but Rocky Romero's wrestling every goddamn night. So, uh, but then uh, show also faced Dragon Lee, like I was talking about with the damage meter thing. Those guys beat the shit out of each other. Hey man, they started out just doing that classic like punching forearm thing for like the first like full minute, and then by the end of it, they're twenty five something minutes in and they can barely throw the forearms. Um, really, um, just fantastic. Uh, you know, there's. A lot of people love G1. I love G1. Um, ever since I started watching New Japan a few years ago, though, Battle of Super Juniors is what kind of like got me into it initially because uh, the guys that I was working with in the kitchen at the restaurant I was working at were like staying up till three in the morning to watch these things live. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, that's kind of cool. And uh, that got me into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, fantastic stuff. Just go back and uh, check it out. Interesting little tidbit. Everybody in Bullet Club's like got four points. Um, show has the best matches in the entire uh, thing. Has has zero points. <laughs> Yo got a surprise win over Bandito. That was yeah. another really good match. So yeah, Jason, Jason, what's the standout for you? Uh, obviously, show I think is a, is the biggest standout for me so far. Um, Doki, uh, the last minute replacement for. Uh, El Desperado, who uh, broke his jaw and had to uh, come out of the uh, the tournament. Doki is basically being uh, portrayed as uh, Tai Chi's sleeper cell, I guess, for lack of a better term. He's been uh, doing independent wrestling in Mexico and now has come over, taken over Despy's spot, not necessarily in Suzuki-Goon, but is having loose affiliation with Suzuki-Goon. Him and uh, Taguchi had a really good main event, uh, I guess that was this morning for day four. Um, Marty Skrull had a really good match against Ishimori. That was day three. Um, 
we talk about Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero and Will Ospreay had a really good match. Yeah, man. I don't think that stablemates, so they don't. Yeah, chaos so, doesn't wrestle each other. So, so yeah, only and, in these situations and in situations coming up where you will have like El Fantasmo wrestling uh, Robbie Eagles. I think that's coming up That'll this weekend. That's that battle of Bullet Club. So I mean, this is why I like tournaments itself and. New Japan because it's not they keep it special in the sense that you don't see this all the time now when you see you know Will Ospreay and Rocky Romero get in the ring it feels special because they're stable mates and stable mates aren't supposed to wrestle each other so it feels just different Man, just, you know what I'm saying so a, I mean I don't know I, it's, it's gonna be a great way all the way up to Dominion I can't wait it's gonna be amazing fucking tournament Second, my second favorite tournament in New Japan it's so stupid that like I mean, it seems so simple to present this as a round robin tournament, and then you get matches that you've never seen before. Or like, just imagine if WWE presented uh, had a presentation like this and had like an event like this, and then Jeez, maybe it's called King and, of the Ring. And, and, uh, well, it's, it's not a round robin though. You could put, you could do that like that if you wanted to. And when's the last time they had King of the Ring? I'm just saying, wouldn't it be fun to be able to watch maybe Dash Wilder face Scott Dawson in a situation like this, or to see Kofi face Big E without being without having a storyline behind it, just to see who got the points? Yeah, like and then the, spin storylines out of it that make logical sense, uh, you know, for the future. Oh God! Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. easy, thought? easy, nah. easy, easy. Well, I mean, that goes back so to, and I, I'm not even going to make this about WWE, but uh, I mean, uh, who, so Takahashi won last year's. Who wins this year's? Is it Osprey? Is it is Osprey? Does Osprey seem too obvious? I mean, because Osprey, not a lot of these guys have individual matches at Wrestle Kingdoms and shit like Osprey does. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys are in the lower card at Wrestle Kingdom. Those three on three, four on four, five on five matches that happen at the beginning. Is Osprey too obvious? Am I? Is this my? Am I just looking this through my white eyes that I'm looking at a white guy and that I see Osprey winning it? Or what are we thinking? I actually think Osprey is going on to bigger things than the junior Literally heavyweight title. Yeah. So uh, it's he's so he's too big for it. Yeah. Says the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Um, Shingo is, I think, going to be the guy coming out of the A block. They have just booked him way too strong. I can't see anybody. The A block in, in comparison to the B block, yeah, is uh, comparably quote unquote weak. He could run the table in the A block. The B block is way so, it's just so deep. I mean, four or five guys that legitimately have a chance. If you're making me take one. Jesus Christ. Um, El Fantasmo had a lot of hype coming in. I'll take him to win the B block if you're forcing me to take one. Are both blocks still full of 10 guys, just like the G1? Yes. All right. Uh, Well, there you have it. Those are your predictions Uh, for G1. I mean, uh, for uh, the Battle of Super Juniors. Uh, That'll bring us to our three counts. So three counts going to be two things that I want to talk about very quickly. The first one being, we didn't talk about this last week, but Lars Sullivan got fined $100,000 for comments that were made 10 years in the past on some sort of bodybuilding uh, forum. This is back when there were chat rooms. You guys remember chat rooms? No. But, uh, <laughs> well, maybe. But uh, he got fined $100,000 uh, for racist, homophobic, and sexist remarks. Um, I'm of two minds on this. One, I I think it's hard to find a guy today for things that he said way, way, way back 
Um, at the same oh, okay. time, I think that it looks. I think that it would look terrible as a company uh, to not find him. So I understand that you got to find him. The second, th- the second thing that I want to say about this is how much fucking goddamn money is Lars Sullivan making where Thank they can you. find him a hundred thousand dollars? Thank you. Is well, that is that a kayfabe fine number? No, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's got to be. Apparently, it's real, and I mean, it doesn't mean that he's not going to get like substantially bonused for instance for Saudi Arabia or something and they, but that's so much money I like read, I had oh, no yeah. idea a guy like Lars Sullivan would be making enough money to where $100,000 has got to fucking kill him I bet it's half his salary this year well, thank you that's from what I understand um they get in an NXT and now granted he's not in NXT but those guys make anywhere between 80 like the higher end guys 80 to like 150,000 a year so if that if he's getting anywhere near one hundred fifty thousand, that's still <laughs> that's the kind of fine that you massive, would give a major league baseball player though, and those motherfuckers make ten million, twelve right. million, fifteen right. million dollars. It's the same right. fine Batista got for blading. That same source, <laughs> that same source also said that it wasn't necessarily McMahon or any of that that fined him. It was because the sponsors got a hold of it that and makes decided sense. That's that a, what that, they weren't okay. having. That's what annoys me is they wouldn't have done anything. They knew about this when they hired him. Thank they you. Knew yeah, about it came it. out yeah, six months right. ago. You're getting you're putting you're taking Leo Rush off TV because he doesn't want to do what other people have done in the past. Okay, I get that. Yeah, blah blah blah. Okay, now Gar Sullivan obviously has said things that he probably has no shit business saying. It'll probably he had no business saying. We get that. But now this seems really just like knee jerk reaction retroactive oh we waited so long for, to actually react so now we're just going to just drop the hammer on this shit i don't believe a hundred thousand dollars that to me I don't to, believe is a kayfabe That's number what I think too. you can tell it how you want to tell it there is no way on god's green earth he's coughing right. up a hundred they don't have to disclose how much they actually yeah, find them. exactly you know fine and you know uh sensitivity right. training right. and i don't even believe he's doing that either i think yeah. this is just a knee-jerk reaction because people are trying to connect not even connecting the dots you're looking at leo rush that and sasha banks they're sitting home for whether you want to think it or not legitimate reasons and then you got this guy over here that's spewing out what he's spewing out on chat rooms 10 years ago yeah I, i'll give you that the there should be a statue of limitations at some point of you going to keep digging up some I gotta, shit. I mean, I, damn. I got to think if this was Heidenreich, though, in the present day, they just would have fired him. So why are they keeping Lars Solo? In because they've already, put, they've already put, you know, some sort of push into him. They built him up. So now you're going to run with it. Uh, three count part two is um, R.I.P. Silver King. If you oh. haven't seen the video, I wouldn't Ugh. recommend Don't watching watch the, video. the video. It's not it's not grotesque or anything. No. It's not a broken neck. But the, but the man died in the middle of the ring. Awful. Uh, Juventud Guerrero and the referee, both guys that should know better, didn't really did not come to his aid nearly soon enough. I mean, they realized he was limp in the middle of the ring and they still and the referee still let up on the three count because he was still supposed to win the match. It's like, dude, put up the X sign. Get yeah, you, get you, the get they, the medics in just, here, man. I mean, like Kayfabe is dead. Like just stop. Yeah, everybody yeah, Kayfabe is dead and then Hoovitude Hoovy goes around to every turnbuckle and celebrates. Yeah, it's, like, it's just okay, a, that's... it's a really sad video, so don't watch it if you don't have to. I just want to say, R.I.P. Silver King. I don't remember him that well. I remember him being taking place in some three on three early Nitro or early WCW in the evening days, Nitro yeah. Nacho matches. Libre. Silver King yeah. was the fucking man. He was I've also... never seen. The, I've ever seen Nacho Libre. Never seen. I was going to say he was either. also in, in the main character. Of Nacho. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> That'll do it for our three count. Nacho. Jason, tell us about F and B. 
F&B Eatery on 3453 Southampton on the corner of Southampton and Marquette, part of our Southampton Mafia of independent restaurant tours. Go check out my boy Mike. Go ask him for the best burger that you have never heard of before, but in your taste buds, we'll be thanking you at some later point. If you love Smash Burgers, like I love Smash Burgers, you got kids, like they have kids. Well, he's he had kids. He has kids. Well, he's gone. But anyway, <laughs> I had my eyes closed because I was pointing at Zach, who is clearly not here for those who are watching on I had my YouTube. Eyes <laughs> I did have my eyes closed. So I'm not going to lie. So check my boy out. <laughs> Go to the FB Eatery, 3453 Southampton. Tell him that Band from Ringside and JCB sent you. This is Band from Ringside. Time for those WWE Money in the Bank predictions, y'all. We got Sam the Mauler Mall. He's going to help us out. Um, I've, lo- I, I've lost the scores because I lost that one notebook. We'll just assume that I'm in last place. And I'm in first. No, nah, man, fuck that. We ain't assuming that part. All right, do you want to start over from WrestleMania? No. No, yeah. I will dig this shit up, <laughs> goddammit. I will find this out personally. Just hold if on you want to take it. a second chop, that's on you. My whole goal from coming into this second year was taking back <laughs> the rightful championship that should have been mine from last year, damn it. I don't even have a I don't even have a chance at this point. No, you do. well you started late. Uh oh, so wow. uh we're going to start with the money in the bank with the women's match uh featuring Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella and Nikki Cross. Uh Sam the Mauler Mall, why don't you grab a microphone there and I'm going to ask you to go you can go in either order you want to. Uh least likely to most likely to win or vice versa. All right, I'll go least likely first. Okay. <laughs> Sam, get ready to start quiet. I'll these motherfuckers watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to least likely Natalia because does she know that she spells her name wrong? Or I, you did. <laughs> did I spell it N A T A Y L A? T A Y L A. Now that's, that's wrong. Now that in English that's is Natalia. Natalia. Oh. Wow. Sorry, guys. Did not know that. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to go with Bailey. Then Ember Moon. Cross and whoever Brooke, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Uh, then I'm gonna say Carmella. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna say, did I say Mandy Rose yet? You did not. I'm gonna say, then I'm gonna say Mandy Rose. Okay, so that means winning. And I put Naomi on top. Yeah, Naomi on top. Yeah. It's not the worst. It's not the worst thing. <laughs> oh, that, oh, is she hot? Is that the joke? No, they're all hot. Is that sorry, sorry, babe, but uh, yeah, Naomi on top. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh my god, Jesus! I said Christ, sorry, guys. I okay. said sorry, Murray. Here, Murray, here you got. I'm gonna go least to most. Uh, least, I'm gonna say. Carmella, then Dana Brooke, Natalia, um, unfortunately, Bailey, <coughs> Ember Mood, Dana Brooke. You already said Dana Brooke. Naomi. You already, you already said Dana Brooke. Okay, so Naomi instead of Dana, Dana, Dana Wait, Brooke. Wait, after Bailey? Yes. Uh, Mandy Rose, Nikki Cross, Ember Moon. All right. I want it. I want it to happen. Uh, He's speaking it into existence, boys and girls. Uh, Jason, go ahead, please. 
Uh, least to first. I know who the first is, so let's go with the least. Um, Carmella feels like the least to me. Been there, done that. I, I can't see her doing that again. We'll go Natty at seven. Um, God bless her. She's here to make sure that nobody breaks her neck. Uh, let's go six with Dana Brooke. Um, I, I see why, but I just can't see it actually happening. Uh, five, it, let's go with Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is uh, finally getting her chance to hopefully have her breakout match on the main roster. Four, we're going to go with Ember Moon coming back from injury. The Shinom should be one of those that will be causing all kinds of havoc in and outside of the ring. Number three, we're going to go with Naomi. Kind of been there, done that, but just to be safe. I got the sneaky suspicion Naomi will be around at the end. Number two, I'm going to go with Bailey. Bailey seems like the perfect foil if Vince feels like he wants to fuck with Sasha Banks. Guess what, Sasha? I just gave the Money in the Bank briefcase to your girl. But I'm going to go with number one, the Vince. Next coming on the SmackDown side, no pun intended, I'm going to go Mandy Rose winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. Her storyline feels like a storyline that will ultimately culminate in her climbing the ladder to success, if you will, and winning the Money in the Bank. They're Zach? actually got a little story going for the... Right. Whether Zach, people like it or got? not. Right. Uh, so at least likely Carmella, because she already did it. Uh, let's see. Then I'm going to go Natalia. Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, unfortunately. Uh, actually, throw Nikki Cross down there all the way at the bottom next to Carmella before, right after Carmella. And then. So you're going Nikki Cross seven? Yeah. And I'm writing this in pen. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I forgot everybody that I said. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm going to work it backwards. Okay, so. no, okay you got. Carmella Last, Nikki Cross, Natty, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon. Okay. And then did I say Naomi? You did not. Okay, so Naomi. <laughs> and then Bailey for that exact same reason. Uh, I thought the exact same thing. It's part like here's my concern. They have no long term booking plans for e- either of these briefcases. Nope. And it's the perfect thing that that's a total Vince move to be like, hey, look, I'll reward Bailey for coming to work, right. even though Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, I think uh, Mandy Rose is going to get it just because uh, she's blonde and Vince is hot on yeah, her right now. And it, there's a there's actually a storyline to what is going on with Mandy yeah. Rose. She's the only yeah. one. In she's that the only. Really yeah, I was going to say going. everybody else feels like they just been thrown in, and Mandy Rose actually has the one storyline out of this whole thing. And yep. it's somewhat intriguing. They're 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 slowly working that story with her and Deville, right? Wh- so. Whether or not Sonya decides she wants to, you know, be the the quote-unquote lackey or oh she'll break the, the, out i think she'll break out too but you know as it stands right now she's ride or die god bless her fingers crossed all right so i am going carmel the, the carmel the last uh nikki cross just because i don't think that the uh the uh the regular audience knows her well enough they really haven't introduced her like it's been fits and starts uh natty third uh naomi fourth i got dana brooke uh, in the fourth slot just because she seems to get more promo time than any of these other nobodies. So, I mean, maybe they got smack some... Smack it, sort, Sasha. Maybe they got some sort of weird 
Maybe they got some sort of weird. I heard, uh, I heard she's people yeah. really like her backstage. Apparently, she goes to performance center like every day and like sets up the ring. She's like a total workhorse. So, um, yeah. I, I okay. was. Uh, I'm gonna put Mandy Rose as uh, now. Put Mandy Rose as two. I'm gonna put Ember Moon as third least likely to win. I'm putting Bailey as number one. Just because this is your life. Just because uh, <laughs> this is your life. Okay, let's move on to the men's. Uh, men's predictions for the Money in the Bank. Uh, Sam, uh, we got Sammy Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Mustafa Ali, Andrade, and Randy Orton. Who you got, Sam? Least to most, if that's what you're doing. Uh, least, I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre because I think that's somebody I went to high school with. It very well, could be. Where'd you go to high school? Belleville West. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Big time Belleville West name. Yeah. Uh, Then I'm going to go with uh, Mustafa Ali. Then Finn Balor. Then Baron Corbin. Oh, yeah. Gross. Then (laughs) he's too far up there. (laughs) Then uh, Ricochet. Then. Andrade and Mustafa Ali. You already said him. Oh, okay. Well, then don't put him on there again. You got two guys left. Uh, I think I know who you're going to pick, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in second place, I'll go with Randy Orton. You got he's St. Louis's Nelly. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He comes to the bar all the time. Him and Nelly and John Hamm got a they get they come in all That's the time. They, three they get here. they get bottle service. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then Sammy Zayn. That trio's got big dick energy. So weird. Okay, uh, Dupree, go, energy. <laughs> Dupree energy. Dupree energy. Dupree energy. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Randy Orton last. Just uh, Randy Orton's gonna go last for me. This is uh, this is hard because there's you could make an argument for a lot of these guys. I agree to take it. Um, I am going to go Andrade second to last, though, just because I don't think that uh, Vince is all that impressed. With, Sam uh, totally disagrees. I don't think that Vince is all that impressed with his English yet because yeah. Vince told him to learn English, and while it has improved, hasn't improved that much. Um, I'm going to go Ali next. Jesus. Uh, He's Rick- not in that. Ricochet. He's not in it. That's great. <laughs> Jesus uh, it, sh- it, it should go to a heel, though, right? And it looks like the rest of them are heels. <laughs> um, God damn. Uh, Finn Balor next. Uh, then I'm going Baron Corbin, McIntyre, and I'm picking Sami Zayn along with my friend Sam mm. to win. Woof. Uh, Murray, on the table. I'm going to go least to most. <clears throat> Least, I'm going to go with Randy Orton. Uh, then Ricochet, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Mustafa Ali. Um, where are we at? Um, Sami Zayn, Andrade. Uh oh. Oh my Uh-oh. God. And Baron Corbin. Oh, oh my God. For the win. I love it. I love it. It's just, it's going to happen. What do you say, Zach? This dude here, man. I mean, a, I'm, just, I'm just thinking like Vince here. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah. Like, hey, that's boy. Heat, Grapefruits. Heat, heat, 
heat. Yeah, they got that down. Uh, Randy Orton's last, uh, but honestly, he's the only one that I could see. I can't see taking it. This is kind of really tough. Uh, There's reasons for everybody, but yeah, Randy Orton's last. Then I'm going to go Ricochet just because he drew the fucking thing on Tuesday and for no other reason. Right. Finn Balor's got a title, so let's throw him there. Baron Corbin, because I can't really put him any lower uh, because I can see him taking it. Um, Ali, and then Andrade, and then Drew McIntyre, and then Sami Zayn. Nice. Mm. Boy, those are really similar. Mm. Uh, Jason, last but not least. Wow, that's going to say, I, I, I feel like I'm a little stupid over here. Uh, the most. Uh, number eight, I'm going to go with Finn Balor, the IC champion. There's no reason for him to have two, two accolades going on. Great. He and Look number seven that. should have a few going on. Number seven being one. Andrade Cien Almas, two wins over the Intercontinental Champion at this point. There's no reason as much I would love for him to be the Money in the Bank competitor. He should probably be going more after the Intercontinental Championship at this point. Number six, Baron Corbin. Sorry, been there, done that. Get the T-shirt. Depart on your way to the right. Number five, Randy Orton. (laughs) Once again, been there, done that. Cool as fuck. I don't care what anybody says. Randy Orton and I have had multiple interactions. He's always been cool to be offered me tickets at one point. But sorry, Mr. RKO must depart stage right as well. Number four, Sami Zayn. As much as I love these promos coming into it, the payoff being Braun Strowman is the issue. Braun Strowman will come at Money in the Bank. Why? Because there are no rules. Sami Zayn's not going to climb up this ladder and not have Braun Strowman nipping on his heels. Sorry, not sorry. Number three, I'm going with Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali needs some sort of push, waiting for some sort of push. He'll tease it, just won't win it. Number two, speaking of tease won't win, Ricochet. He's going to be all over this ring. He will. Do, he's already shown that he can jump from anywhere in this building that is nailed down and jump onto this ladder to even sniff this title or sniff this briefcase. I apologize. He is going to be in this mix, but unfortunately, once again, there's only one real storyline that's been coming out of this all the way through. Number one, Drew McIntyre finally gets his reward for being snaked from Baron Corbin one too many times. How many times are we going to hear this man crying about opportunities? Well, he's getting his opportunity on Sunday. Drew McIntyre, Money in the Bank winner. For the 205 Live Championship belt, we have Tony Nese, who is the current champion, versus Aria Davari. Sam, you could throw up a one for Tony Nese and a two for Aria Davari. Throwing up an Aria Davari. With the upset. I am taking Tony Nice. Who you got, Murray? Mr. Nice. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> you Bastard. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tony Nice, too. Yeah. It's not a safe bet. Not unless God forbid he ca- something He can happens. count all of his abs. Man, he really can. He even adds a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it'd be it'd be really funny. I just thought of this. If somebody was in a feud with Tony Neese and they said, hey, Tony Neese, I'm about to make you my nephew. No? No. No? No. I no? <laughs> Thank you. No. Only Only if it's Snoop right Dogg. Jokes. I'm also uh, hopped up on uh, Monster right now, so that's a problem. <laughs> Jacked up on Mountain Dew. Uh, also on the pre-show, we have Daniel Bryan and Rowan 
current uh, WWE SmackDown Tag Champs versus the Usos who are on Raw. Uh, one for Brian and Rowan, two for Usos. Sam. Going for the Usos. Uh, this one's kind of tough because... There's a lot going on here. I know, because they're on different brands, and why would you have the Usos lose... Uh, but I am going to go with Dana Bryan and Rowan. Uh, JCB. So why to have the Uso lose? To get Rowan and Daniel Bryan over. If there's going to be a tag team revolution, there's it. only two. There's only two or three teams that can get them a respective rub. This is one of those teams. I'm going to take the champs to retain. I mean, I picked them too. Uh, Zach. Yeah, the only one who deserves on the pre-show is uh, Rowan. Uh, these other guys, it's kind of crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Brian and Rowan retaining. I popped real hard on SmackDown when Roman and the uh, and the Usos. I've been talking about that forever and ever. Bloodline, yeah. I don't think that's going anywhere. That'd but, be cool, though. So, uh, but I'm going with uh, Daniel Bryan, and uh, I'm going with the, uh, the Earthers. Well, God forbid, you know, those are the three, the three guys that have the quote-unquote wild card. Yeah. You know, Simone Dyer, here's a baby. bright idea. Let's use the fact that they're actually fucking blood related and make them a faction. Hmm. I've been saying it forever. And it All right. up, Roman. So I'm going to ask these two Becky Lynch matches in a row. Um, I'm going to ask Sam to do Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. One for Becky, two for Lacey. He's taking Becky. And then, Sam, I'm going to ask you one for Becky, two for Charlotte. And he's going Charlotte <laughs> Flair. Okay. I love this, man. See, I'll let you go ahead and go first, but I'll just say this. Sam might not pay attention, but I see he's voting. He's predicting because he's hearing certain names. He wouldn't go in. He wouldn't pick Lacey Evans over Becky. But he'll pick Charlotte over Becky. Well, I mean, he's not a he's not a robot. I mean, he's a placebo effect. But only, I mean, but he also sits here and listens to us. He's listened to us a hundred goddamn times. That's barely even an exaggeration. Yeah, right. If this is our hundred and seventh podcast, he's been here for ninety of them, probably. Yeah, yeah give or take. Uh, so, so Becky's fighting both these matches. I think that Becky loses at least one of these matches. At least one of these matches. But I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that she loses the match to Lacey Evans. And I'm going to take Lacey Evans over Becky and I'm going to take I'm going to take Becky over Charlotte Flair. Murray. Uh man, like honestly, I could see Charlotte and Lacey both winning. I could too. I could easily see it, but I don't think they'll do that to her. I'm going to go with Becky on both. Okay. All right. I think she's, she, the whole Becky two belts thing is too, I mean, granted she's losing a little steam because they're overdoing it with her right now, but this is, but this she's is, overexposed. This is pretty interesting Yeah, right now it that is. she has both the belts and that she's defending them both. Cause I don't know if that's ever happened in WWE where a guy defended both titles against separate competitors right. on the same pay-per-view. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess if you They've if you want to go him. with Chris Jericho winning the undisputed title, he beat The Rock to become the world heavyweight champion, and then he had to beat Stone Cold. It's similar. So I mean, it's, it's similar. Backwards. I mean, I'm, yeah, no, that was, I'm, that was, I'm, I'm reaching a little bit. That but, was a unification night, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Okay. He wasn't defending. JCB, um, go ahead. I think the simple, the one that makes the most sense, and just go looking down the line. 
Charlotte can't beat Becky at this point. I mean, Becky's probably going to have to win, keep one of these titles. The one I think is probably the, the safest bet is that she beats Charlotte. The one that I'm not so sure about is the Raw title because depending on who wins, and in this case, my prediction would be Mandy Rose. It would be a, a smidgen far-fetched, but it could still be done where Mandy Rose cashes it in at a later point, but let's say she doesn't. I just don't think Lacey Evans right now is ready to take this mantle, but this is a classic Vince move. But I'm going to stick to being safe. I'm going to say Becky also beats Lacey Evans as well, but I would not be surprised if Lacey Evans of the two wins a title away from Becky. Two beer. Becky two belts. On both of them? Yep. Wow. You gotta uh, fucking kick that dead horse till it's fucking dust. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only Be- part that Becky throws- be, be Becky be better in chase mode though. I, I mean agree. They, oh, she, I agree. Agree. she yeah, lost I agree. she lost she lost some momentum coming into WrestleMania and so Kofi. To, to get it back. Yeah. I didn't say I think Becky lost it leading up to WrestleMania though. They all did, I think. Kofi yeah. didn't. Kofi Kofi peaked at the exact right His storyline would have gone as long as hers, it would have. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's going to be remembered as the Kofi WrestleMania. Yeah. Amongst, now, amongst, now it is. Amongst Marks, yeah. Now it is. Uh, so, uh, Sam, uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias. Roman Reigns. Uh, do I need to even ask? Does Is anybody taking Elias? All right. Murray's taking Elias. Nice. My dog, put the sack on the table. There's too much going on That's there, like too. That's like a Bill 2017 move. Yeah, I know. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I totally learned my lesson. That is that is what I would have done. I mean, he could win. I mean, he could win. He could win. No, he could win. I agree with Murray. There's a lot of moving parts. I just... The whole, the whole it, it makes too much thing sense is, for sure, Elias yeah. to win. Yeah, That's Shane why could, he won't win. Uh, so I, I we agree. got Miz versus Shane. Yeah. In a steel cage. Yeah, baby. Let's keep this view Sam going. Sam Mall, you got Miz or Shane McMahon. Who you got? He's taking <laughs> Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Shane McMahon, who uh, you got too, Beer? I got Miz. He's taking Miz, JCB. You know we got to have a tiebreak out of this bullshit. I'm taking Miz in the steel cage. I'm taking Miz for the same reason. Murray? Uh, Miz's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, like, I want to say it's going to be a, like, draw but like it's some i don't know how it would be but i don't know no, no i don't care no. but let's just go with no fucking draw. shane i tell you what you take shane and if it ends up being a draw you get an extra point i should get like 10 i need to catch up okay you, you go get, you get, get 10, 10, 10 extra, extra points. points if it ends in a draw, <laughs> in a draw. That's, on, that's on record <laughs> all right <laughs> so we have we have the oh, two none of this is on the two <laughs> <laughs> The two men's titles matches. Yeah. Uh, we will go first for the Universal title, the Universal Championship. It's not a belt; it's a title. Uh, whatever. Yeah, His no, girlfriend's I, got I, called, I called a belt. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Are you taking uh, Seth or AJ? Sam's taking AJ to take it. Uh, I'll go next. I'm going to have Seth Rollins retain. Uh, there may be some sort of Brock Lesnar interference or something, but the question is not who wins the match. The question is, it, when we're talking about championship belts, it's who walks out with the championship belt. Murray. Um, 
I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins uh, retaining. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, give me Seth. I could see AJ taking it sometime, but not now. I like the little package that led up to it. They they dug deep into both of their careers for this, which was kind of cool. Video packages are way better than the fucking the same promos over yeah, and over. Yeah, just because they're not putting guys in spots where they have no business being spots. That's like asking me to cook for a hundred people on a Friday night. I don't do that shit. I go out front. <laughs> I kiss ass. I will. I bring drinks. Okay, you don't ask a nigga like Jay to be cooking on a Saturday night. That's just going to end in disaster. <laughs> Okay, now let's put that back to moving to the actual so match you got itself. Seth Rollins or AJ Styles? I go ahead. You got to take Seth here, but I would not be surprised if there's some fuckery going on with a Brock Lesnar or a usual AJ weird finish where they can spin this into another match leading into something. Maybe the Good Brothers. Yeah, I mean they love doing maybe the Good Brothers. I doubt it because that makes too much sense. To they you. love they love doing weird finishes with AJ though. Oh, that's time. true. He's going to get time. kicked in the dick. Or people Shinsuke. people land at the same time. Right. Or, they, right. love or, pro- they love protecting him. Which, what, you know. what you was, don't have to protect him anymore, though. He's what, fine. What was the finish that they had with uh, KO that one time? Where he fell into the, like, the ring apron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, and finally. We got pro- two other matches you didn't mention. But what? We got Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. And we got uh, the Bukaki Warriors versus. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> <Bukakis>. <laughs> Yay! Uh, those weren't on the Wikipedia page. Okay, so we have uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. This should uh, be good. Sam, Sam's going with Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. no, Give me Samoa Joe. Did you really just ask Sam what he was going to pick there? Zach's taking Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm going with Rey because Joe never wins, even when he does. ACB. <laughs> What exactly what Murray said? Uh, Ray hasn't won the U.S. title. Joe never wins. I'm going with Samoa Joe. I'm going to say that Samoa Joe puts Dominic in the Coquina clutch, and that Ray Mysterio gets disqualified. Okay, uh, I'll go with. Right. Okay, no, that, that actually makes sense. Uh, and then the other one uh, is the Kabuki Kabuki Warriors. Kabuki yeah. oh, Warriors. Oh, Kabuki yeah. Warriors. Just- yeah fantasizing. Uh, yeah. I thought that See, name was really racist until I found out that they were the ones that came it. up with it. Yeah. So I kind of figured that's that was fine. what it was. Uh, oh, really? Kabuki Warriors versus who? Iconics. Iconics? Tag Team oh, Championship match. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will go with the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, Sam, Kabuki Warriors or the Iconics? <laughs> <laughs> It's a podcast, so they can't see what the face that you just made, but it was more a Bukaki face than a Kabuki face. Uh, Murray, who you got? Man, I, I don't want to say that they're going to do the same thing they did to the Boston Hug connection and take the titles off of them already, but I have a feeling they're going to go with the Kabuki Warriors. Okay. Kabuki Iconics Warriors. have not won a match since they won not, the titles. Not, not even separately. Not even a separately. Yeah. So. They can't win. I mean, the Kabuki Warriors... Are badasses? Yeah, they're badasses, and they should they they can actually make this a fucking legit it's like awkward thing. as hell. With, so uh, you're Paige, taking? But, yeah, I'm taking Oscar and Kyrie. I, I love JCB. Them. I do too. I'm going to channel my inner Bill from 2017 and say that the Iconics <laughs> will retain the, the titles. <laughs> it's their first title defense. I get it, but if you're going to do them like that, then why take the titles off of Sasha and Bailey? You guys yeah. got jokes. And finally, <laughs> we got Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Kofi oh. Kingston is holding the world championship belt versus the challenger KO. Who you got, Sam? He's taking KO. Hell yeah. I'm taking KO to fuck it. 
Fuck uh, it. Yes. <laughs> oh, 2017, just don't go away. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Kobe Kingston kind of is a B plus player. Like, let's take it away from him. Let's take it away from him. Let's put it on KO, who is clearly an A player. Wow. KO as champion is more interesting to me, so I'm going to pick KO. I'm, I'm so glad Kofi had his WrestleMania moment. I am too, man. I'm pro Kofi. It's longer. Yeah. It took longer than we said before WrestleMania that he's held the title since WrestleMania. So. Yes. It's been a little longer than we all And expected. he's had several title defenses on TV, at least two, maybe three. Uh, who you got, Jason? Come on, guys. Really? Really? We, we, we're, we've, we're putting seeds down for a new day breakup. You've already, you see how Xavier was getting a little pissy how, because Kofi wanted to go down to the KO show solo. Big E's got to come back at some point. When, no, he's, stop, when he's not hollering at Becky's mom. No, they said Big E's out to like 2021. Oh shit! They did. He's got torn meniscus. He was on Twitter talking about how he's out till twenty. Even more, even late, more to your point, late, though. Late okay. twenty twenty or early twenty twenty one is what he's saying. More to my point, uh, Dad. So you're taking Kofi. I'm gonna take Kofi and Murray. Last pick of the night. Kofi Kingston. All right, everybody. Thanks for playing <laughs> along with our money in the bank predictions. Uh, we got some birthdays tonight. Uh, it's a good birthday week. Mike Canellis is thirty four. Earl and Dave Hebner. AEW. Both 70. Uh, Dash Wilder is 32. Jimmy, or I got him written down here as Jim Snuka, is, <laughs> would yeah. have been 76. Is that your boy? <laughs> yeah, he's a murderer. Uh, Andre the Giant would have been 73. Ooh. Alistair mm. Black, 34. Road Dog Jesse James is 50. Occam is 26. Uh, where the fuck yeah, well, the been? Been. I mean, they're, are they, are they, are they still like, employed? They're, they're employed. It's just one of, one of the others hurt. I don't uh, know. Chris Benoit. I've heard of him, but yeah, right, I mean, right. he would have been 52 this year. Uh, Kota Ibushi is 37. I can't believe that Kota Jesus Ibushi Christ. is only two years younger than me. That dude looks 15 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian Pillman uh, would have been 57. Daniel Bryan is 38. And NXT UK's Joe Coffey is 31. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to ours for for Soul Taco, Check. for JJ Twigs on Southampton, Check. for F&B Eatery, Check. for Slapley Beer, Check. for Shock City Studios, Check. for Sam the Mauler Mall, for Check. Murray the Murray Man Murray, Check. for Two Beer Zach Pullman, go John we gotta go see John Wick 3 right Check. now, and for Jason Cornelius Bell, this is Bill Bacon, and every, oh wait for Vice, hey everybody, boo the heel! Woo. Sorry Vice! Woo.